the um, I was not prepared for this. Oh, a you? caught you off guard. Yeah, the countdown caught you off guard. No, the countdown I knew. The countdown I, I I'll, I'll be honest with you. Honest with you, I nailed it. Okay. Um, really, really nailed the dismount. Now the Russian judge not going to like it, obviously, but um. I was not prepared for a Thursday episode. We're back on sort of a schedule here. And so I was not prepared to, to be on schedule. Okay. All right. And, and it's affecting our cold open the worst. <laughs> okay. I do love how you'll power a laugh out just to, to signify that, yeah, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the end. We didn't know that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Was it funny? No. 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 Guess what? But I laughed. I laughed. Yeah. yeah. We're done. Hello and welcome to episode 672 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tübingen, Germany. With me, as always, is Adam in Vancouver, British Columbia. What's going on in Vancouver, British Columbia, Adam? Uh, it was be- it's beautiful out there today. Oh. Uh, zero zero degrees though, so cold. Oh. Uh, Frost okay. cover, frost covered everywhere, but clear and sunshine, but cold. Yeah, you can kind of sense that maybe winter is here. That's early for that too. Yeah, it's only whatever winter, we are, mid November. Yeah, you're still five weeks out from winter. Six weeks still. Zero degrees. Yeah, null. <laughs> oh, is what we say. Yeah. Okay, so that's that is nice. Better than it is here. I just I just drove home. It's a it's I wouldn't even call it a rainstorm. It's a heavy it's a heavy rain. Like it's a heavy maybe like a Vancouver rainy night, like a heavy rain. Um but for some reason everybody just freaked out. And and they and they and I'll, I'll be honest with you Germans excellent drivers. No, mm. I have no quarrel except for tonight. So I had to drive my son to to hockey. Uh, which unfortunately isn't in our backyard, which would be nice. It's, it's, uh, this is where I miss the the Richmond uh, thing, where it's like, yeah, I'll drive to one of the nineteen rinks within three minutes of my house. Uh, we don't have that luxury, uh, and so we left early, and then still everybody was just like, oh my god, I, it's wet. Let's slow it down, shut her down, Earl. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Frustrating, okay. frustrating, and then it's like. All right. And all I ask of people now, tell me, tell me if I, where you where you come down on this one. All I ask a person in front of me is to want to get through that next stoplight. Okay, all right, I agree with just you. just want to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And and no, we can, it hurts. We can, it hurts when they don't. Yeah, it hurts worse when they lollygag. And then they do make it, but there's no way you can run that red. Like they they blow the yellow, right? Because they're like, oh, I don't know if I should. Ah, maybe. What do you think? Eventually, okay, I'll go. And then you're, then you're just stuck behind there, just stewing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I could have made that light. My life would be different. Yeah. So that's frustrating. But okay. I made it home. So yeah, terrible, terrible weather. Don't like it. Could do without it. Patreon 
You want to buy some rain, buy some rain jackets or something? No, don't even. I'm not even going to go to rain jackets. It's it's all paying for the web. That's all. That's where the money goes, Adam. The web. Oh, okay, the web. Yeah, stuff costs money on the web now. I think it used to be free, as far as I can tell. Yeah, um, I'm not complaining. I'm just letting everybody know where your hard-earned dollars go when you support the show. So, go to our website. Two ironically, twohosers.com. Find the link for Patreon. Pledge a couple bucks a month. It really helps us keep this rolling. And once again, thank you to everybody who is doing that. Um, so for me, I, I am, I am, I'm always boring, but particularly boring right now because I'm just working, like editing the stuff I shot in Vancouver. Yeah. So that's just like, hey, sit on the computer and edit. Yay! Right. But it'll be done so, soon. Yeah, in the next few days, I hope. Next couple days. I want, I'd like to get everything wrapped up by all the things I need to get done by the end of November. That would be my ideal situation. Um, okay. And that's like I'm talking about uh, like my son's got a birthday coming up in December. I want to have everything dialed in ahead of time, like making him his, uh, his photo book. I want to get that ready to go so I'm not like rushing around the night before like I always do. Right. Um, and he turns 10 this year, which means he's, he's going to get his 10-year highlight video that I made oh. for my daughter a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah. 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 I had 10 years to work on it. I'm going to wait to the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. No, I've already assembled everything. I've got all the years put together, and I just got to kind of cut it down. And I've already started doing that even too. So everything's there. I'm pretty well organized. I keep I keep all my video files very well organized so I don't have to mess around all by, by year and date, year, month, date. And so um, it's just going to be kind of cut to music and like a highlight reel of all the fun stuff. So I'm going to have all of that done by the end of November so I can just get working on other stuff. Gotcha. I told you. Boring. Yeah. Boring. You know what's not boring though? Had a little incident on Monday. Uh, again, took my son to to hockey, um, and get in the car to come home. And we got about a twenty five minute drive home. And it's, again, it's hammering rain that night as well. And we start to go, and I'm hearing this little kind of like a rattle sound, like a ch ch. Like I was like, oh man, we're not going very fast. And I thought that, that's kind of weird. What is that? Like maybe his stick is in the back, like just jiggling or something. No, no, it's not that. So I stop and it stops. Pull up a little bit and like so I, I, I I'm on the road now, so I got to pull over. I find a spot to park and I pull over in a parking lot and I look, and two of the lug nuts are loose, like they're finger loose. Oh no! And I was like, oh no! And I don't have a I don't have a a tire iron in in the car with me. Because, okay. you know, we're in that new world now where, like, there's no spare tires. You just got to phone a guy to come. Like, there's, no, there's nowhere to keep a spare tire. So just phone AAA. It's not AAA okay. here. It's called something else. But um, I can't think of what it's called. I forget it. But, but uh, so I thought, I don't, even, I don't even have a tire iron. So I feel the rest of them. I'm like, well, okay. The rest of them are tight. So... I can limp home. I'll be okay on three. Three out of the five will be okay. You just, you know, take it easy and uh, start going again. And sure enough, uh-uh. I'm like, this is, this is going to be horrible. So I pull over, 
phone my wife or get her, you know, for my, my, and then get her to phone my, my father-in-law. He comes out with the tire, meet, meets us out there at the tire iron, cranks him. They're all loose. Like, on all, all the tires are just loose, which is weird. Did you recently have service? Um, well, I did it myself. That's the worst part. So, <laughs> uh, so what had happened was, there's a good explanation for it, is I'm an idiot. Um, no, no. I, so you have to you have to change your you, you have to put winter tires on starting in October, October till Easter, O to O. That's how it works here. Okay. And uh, so I, I change my own. I do my own. And but but last year I, I had broken my like a big ratchet. It, it broke, and I was like, oh, okay, well. Mm. So I ordered a new one, and it was on Amazon, and it was smaller than I anticipated, shorter. Okay. And so I was like, ah, this will be fine. And so I crank it up nice and tight. Get I, I got the old ones off, so it was strong enough to get the old ones uh, undone. Mm-hmm. And so I went to put the new ones on, and I guess it's just not enough torque, and they, they didn't go tight enough. Even though I had checked them a couple of days after I put them on, they just worked themselves loose. And hmm. uh, so, yeah, that was like, it re- really was at the point where one of them wheels could have just come off. Meanwhile... 48 hours earlier, I was on the Autobahn going up to, to my son's hockey game up in, uh, up past, uh, up by Karlsruhe. So I'm on the A8. If it had come off at that point, it would have been a completely different story. <laughs> right. So bullet dodged evidently. And uh, so I, I do, I, I board, I, I have my father-in-law's proper tire iron in the car, checked them all like 19 times since. Everything's good. And ordered a, a proper uh, torque wrench. So, wow. Yeah. Did I paint enough of a word picture about how dangerous that was? Yeah, it sounds dangerous. Yeah. I wasn't going to go into detail further. Don't, don't worry. That wasn't a threat. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, just saying. Check them. Check your, check your tires every day. That's what you should do. Check okay. them. Every time you go right out, now. check your lug nuts. I'm out there right now. Yeah, we'll hit pause and just you go out wirelessly, and go double check those. But okay. but you you don't do that. I mean, you just you just you just roll with the all seasons, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's what we do here. Unless you go to Whistler or something, then you're supposed to have winter. Well, tires. we have like these ones that are. I don't even know that they're they're not all seasons anymore. They're all weather, and so they have the snowflake symbol on them. So you, technically, you're right. You're you're allowed to drive like on the Cocohal as long as you have the the special all weathers the all weathers are good they just wear out faster than all seasons oh i see yeah i don't know if that's a thing in the rest of the world and seems to be uh you know here i didn't even the all weather thing seems to be something that i only even was aware of maybe seven or eight years ago so they they kind of for the west coast bridge the gap between uh all weathers and winter tires is the these all season ones well, for everyday use, like financially speaking, you're far more ahead if you just stay home and take a day off work when it snows because sure. of how often how often it snows and how often you need actual winter tires, yeah. except for going to Whistler or something like that. Then, then yeah. the, that road can be treacherous. But um, no, here the rules are. And these aren't the snow tires that like we had on my old pickup truck where this giant like Bigfoot had them, you know, the, the, those were those were brutal. Uh, you know, it's just kind of funny story. Like your brother-in-law, it was, it was really funny. Uh, 
So he he'd moved up to the interior at one point. Well, he lives there now, but he was he was he was moved up there for one winter to go and coach the hockey team up there. Um, before he moved up there full time, and he he had the jeep. He had the big jeep, and so he bought studded studded snow tires. Okay. So with the little metal the, yeah. the little metal spikes in them, right? Because it's up there is just. It's, you know, you can get a lot of snow. The roads can be brutal, the side streets and all that stuff. So he, he needed them up there. Well, he moved then moved back to Vancouver in the summer, but didn't want to buy new tires. <laughs> so he, he just drove studded snow tires all around town in the summer. Yeah, which they probably, probably didn't hold up very well. They don't hold up. They wear down, but they, they also eat the road up. Right. They just tear up. Like, I don't think you're even allowed to have them on the Lionsgate Bridge. They're banned because they just tear up the Lionsgate. Uh, was not a concern for him. He was like, <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm, I'm not buying new tires, though. So here we are. <laughs> right. Okay. That's why we have rules. All right. Uh, reminder, monthly challenge this month is the dark. Did you find out what uh, dark was in French yet? No. Oh, man, that was you had one job. I don't think with, that was your job, though. Going with noir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, like I said, it's dunkel in... Uh, oh, sombra. Is that true? No. That's sad. Francais? Uh, yeah, sombra is sad. You're right. Dark, gloomy. That's the one that comes up. I don't know why. Uh, Francais? It's like dark, darkened? That doesn't sound right. No. no. Keep going. Uh, it does say noir, but that's just black. Black, sable, raven, or murky. All right. All right, get back Thanks. to us. <laughs> yeah, get back to us. Uh, what's interesting podcast in French? We'll never know. We'll never know what that is. <laughs> so there's that. Anyway, throw it up on the Flickr. Um, I'm going to start posting more and more on Flickr as I get caught up. Part of my whole thing, get, getting everything done by the end of November, means I'm going to try to get the uh, flicker up and running in a better fashion. Like right now, it is bare bones. Uh, I want to have discussions. I want to have a whole forum thread where people can go and complain about uh, Adam. That's what we'd like to do. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, all things Adam. Um, that will be up. But for now, post your photos on there in the group, in the uh, photo challenge group, the monthly challenge group, and we'll talk about that at the end of the month. Did you shoot anything interesting this week? No, no. zero interesting uh, for me. Are you going to start doing that or no? Uh, again, uh, it's been, we podcasted, I think, on a, I don't know, Sunday, and it's Thursday yeah. here, so I've been working every day this week. So it's not prime photo time for me during during the week. Uh, the camera doesn't really come dark out. dark at noon? More, yeah, that, and it's more of a, a weekend hobby pastime for me. So tough, tough between Sunday and, and Thursday morning. I hear you. I yeah. barely did. I, I, I did something that I don't even know if it's interesting. It's interesting to me. Photographically, I don't know. But um, we've, we've sorted, we sorted out part of the deal when I brought all those sticks home that I think we talked about on the show a couple of weeks ago or last week or whatever it was. Um, when I brought home the bag of sticks. And I say bag, I mean a, roll, a bunch of sticks duct taped together. That's what I mean by bag. Mm -hmm. when, I, when I brought them home, a couple of them were earmarked to just be street hockey sticks. Um, which, where, where you are, 
means like you just have an old stick kicking around, you just go out and shoot around with it. Like that, right. like it's it's not a consideration. That's not a thing here. I can't go over to your brother-in-law's house and just pick out a bunch of sticks. It's not a thing, um, which is how I, we used to do it when we were kids because he had a million sticks like for when he played junior in college and all that stuff. Um, so we don't have that. I can't pop over to the Canadian Tire and buy a Super Blade. Not a thing. So couple of the sticks were earmarked for uh, street hockey and so we finally got around to getting it set up in the carport and uh, getting a board out there and uh, get to shoot some pucks so we went outside and my son was super thrilled to get outside and, and and shoot the puck around in the driveway neighbors not as happy i'm guessing do you have a net that you're shooting at or just just like shooting at a wall or something we're shooting at some um just some boards. I don't know. We don't have a net yet. Okay. Yeah. Again, can't pop over to the old Canadian Tire, grab a net. It's uh, it's a little different here. So, okay. All right. There's that. But uh, for now, I'm, I'm gonna set something up with like some some targets and stuff for him to shoot uh, shoot at. Now these are I'm, we actually I actually have a street hockey puck, so it's it's somewhere between a Cosm hockey puck and a real puck in terms of weight. It's sort of that middle. It's it's not a Cosm hockey puck, but it's it's not quite an actual hockey puck. So I'm, I'm just going to give you a uh, an idea, which I'm sure there's plans for this on the internet that you could look up. Is um, as you are a fan of the hardware store, your uh, my brother-in-law, your your buddy, also made a hockey net completely out of PVC piping and just okay mesh so I'm it it is not that like based on the fact that he was able to do this um, I'm Mm -hmm. sure I'm sure with your uh, shop and equipment uh, and some a couple of trips to the hardware store you would be able to manufacture yourself a a pretty solid hockey net there's that that's a possibility I don't want to I don't want to do all that threading and and sourcing the net the mesh is actually not super easy here. Everything's soccer, so it's much larger mm. um, net. So if I can tell you a secret, he's probably getting one for his birthday that I ordered online. Oh, so the Das Amazon has hockey nets? Uh, not there, but somewhere else. I had I had to dig deep, and uh, and so so when I was a kid, like I I had I had a homemade one because my dad was actually a welder as well as everything else. And uh, so he welded me a proper one. Um, but you still had to do, you know, the, the why, like, you know, str- stringing the net on there all the time because it would wear out and, and whatnot. And so, um, yeah, stay tuned. We okay, and then, the, the, yeah. No, I was going to say the other thing you're going to need um, for your setup, which was like a great thing for at home when jack was about this age i think one of his coaches made it was like one of those boomerang passers and he just made it out of wood and like a big heavy duty elastic band and uh just just on the like on some floor that you're not too worried about sliding a puck back and forth on it just you just basically slide it into the passer so you give yourself like oh that's interesting about a two foot range and then it comes back to you and you just kind of pass back and forth you could stick handle and pass but it that was that was a great little homemade setup so yeah they they sell for a couple hundred bucks at the hockey stores um you can quite quite easily make that I am going to check that out. I had not even thought about that. There's a bunch of other stuff that, that's, that I'm going to make. Like he's going to get a hockey gear, a hockey tree to air out his stink gear. Yes, right? yep. That is a must. So, yep. 
Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'll be making him one of those when I get a chance. Because um, right now the basement floor isn't, isn't my wife's favorite spot mm-hmm. for it. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, we're we're looking forward. The weird the weird part for me is that it's already arrived the birthday present. Oh, okay, all right. You're just and hiding so, it now. Yeah, yeah. But now it's but now see my whole thing is like, well, what about the three weeks from now until then? Like, yeah. <laughs> shouldn't we be using it? And now, but but uh, but then I do that, and then it's like, okay, on his birthday, you get socks, and so yeah, I'm like, yeah. nah, let's get this. We got to do it. We got to eat it, eat it for a couple weeks, and yeah. then um, and then surprise him, and then whatnot. So, uh, yeah, I don't think he's listening to the show this week. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, went and shot around outside. Put an old old uh, what do you call that? Like that's not even MDF. That's like um, I don't know what you call that. Like, chipboard stuff, that crap stuff. We had a bunch in the attic. I was going to get rid of. And then just kept it for some reason because I can't throw anything out. And it comes in handy for this. The puck slides halfway decent. Not great, but halfway decent across it versus the cobblestones. And right. so went and shot around there. He's having a good time. His form is terrible. Um, and the good news is he won't listen to me either. He already knows everything. <laughs> and uh, Because, you know, what? especially when the kids just start out, especially at this age, what is the one thing they want to be able to do? Hmm... Raise the puck? Raise the puck. Hey, how do I how do I go top shelf, Dad? And I was like, you mean flip it up right in the goalie's face so he can see it easy and stop it? Is that what you mean? Because you, you, the first 110 goals that you score are all going to be along the ice. So don't worry about it just yet. Yeah. Um, except last game, one kid did, did shoot one up high, and the goalie missed it, and he scored. So that was it. Like, that was the, the grand slam of, of hockey. <laughs> him he was was like oh i want to do that i was like yeah "Yeah, you can't really skate backwards yet so (laughs) one thing at a time but uh as you can see his form here not great like the 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 toes pointing straight up he hasn't rolled his wrists over uh like in in, you know and shot like basically pointed the, the the toe where he's shooting and I'm not even a good hockey player i i could i could do with flying your brother in law in to give a a few tips but uh yeah but I do know more than my son, and that's for sure. But he's, he's loving it. And I'm guessing by the time uh, baseball season rolls around, he's going to have some strong, strong wrists from practicing the, the wrist shot outside. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And the good news is he does have we, – we watch a lot of highlights now. And so he does have a new role model who's almost the same age as him, actually. Uh, what He likes to watch Connor Bedard because that guy does have a – pretty okay wrist shot yeah you should tell him to start watching uh quinn hughes because he's the uh he's the ultimate vancouver canuck bedard doesn't play for the canucks we don't care about him he's he might be from here but he's he's playing for for arch enemies so yeah vancouver believe it or not the top three scores in the entire nhl on the same team crazy i saw that crazy now it is early in the season but that is not that is that is crazy for sure and, and sure. Quinn Hughes, who 
yeah. right now is probably the best player in all of hockey plays in Vancouver. He is leading the NHL in scoring or tied for the lead with two other Canucks at 26 points with for a defenseman, yeah. which is unheard of, but he has five games of three points or more in his first 17 games. The last person to do that was like in the eighties. And the only people that have done it are Bobby Orr a couple times. And I think Doug Wilson and Dennis Poffin. So there's Paul three Coffey. guys there. Nope. Never done it. Never done. Five. No, Ray Bork. Uh, nobody, nobody else. He's the, he's the fourth defenseman wow. ever to put up five, three point games or more in the first 17 or 16. I think it's 16 games of the season. So oh, he, oh, I thought you were saying the whole season and he's no, already no, done it. 16 games. He's done it already. A third yeah. of the games. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. on a whole other level right now, but guys have done it in a season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's just yeah, okay. this Sorry, fast. I, I got, this many. I got yeah. messed up there. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Quinn Hughes, yeah, tell him he's got a Canucks jersey. He should he should tape over it and uh, and and put Hughes on the on the back of that jersey. Done, done. We're we're gonna we'll watch some highlights tonight as soon as we wrap up this uh, this gong show here. But yeah. Uh, anyway, we had some pretty cool light. Uh, this is when it wasn't raining this week. Actually, it was it hasn't really been, only raining those two nights. But so this was yesterday. I just grabbed the. Um, I do love to grab the the R six and get out there because wow, does it grab focus really quick, especially in situations like this. There's no messing around, and we get uh, get some cool looking shots. But, but um, if I was going to ask you, like real quick, what, if if you were to walk downstairs or, or or reach into your camera bag, wherever that is right now, what lens is on that camera right now? Uh, fifty millimeter. Keep you keep the fifty mil on. Not all the time, but that's what's on it right now, and I'd say a fair bit, just because it's a do everything lens. Indeed. Okay. I, 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 I tend to keep my 24 to 105 on there, but that's a function of video more than anything right, else right. right now. But uh, there's that. All right. Uh, photo challenge. This week was Calm. Mm, yes. Based on the Nicole Kidman movie, Dead Calm. Right. Yeah. I remember no, I just thought of that about... right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a big Billy, big Billy Zane fan. Billy Zane on the water—that's you can't go wrong. It's big hits. Um, no, so here we go. Let's have a look at your dog. Your dog. Your dog is not, not. It's not not calm. This is no, this is a calm dog right here. She's very calm. This, in all fairness um, and honesty, she's sitting next to your bed right now, and then you snap this with your phone. No, no, not with my phone, with the 50 millimeter, which was on the camera. That's how I knew that the 50 millimeter was on the camera when I grabbed it. Um, this was uh, accidentally done as a photo in the dark because this was complete darkness that ah. I took this photo. And then uh, when we were about to record, you said the photo challenge was not dark. It was calm. And I'm like, well, that's a very calm looking dog. So uh, dual dual purpose photo here but no it was it was originally intended to be a shot in the dark because after we talked about the darkness I was just that was in my head because that was a couple of days ago and uh, so I woke like I woke up this morning and the dog was lying at the end of the bed she has her own little dog bed but she'll hop up in the morning on the on the at my feet and kind of um, snuggle in and I said oh perfect it's completely dark in here I'm going to take the photo there's a little we have like a walk-in closet just just um, tucked in behind our our bed uh, like in our bedroom and so there's the light was on in the walk-in closet and complete darkness in our bedroom and I'm like okay so that's where you see the little bit of light kind of towards the back corner right of the of the frame but otherwise this is like the 50 millimeter at an f2 with 
Uh, I think the ISO is somewhere around five or six thousand at one sixtieth of a second. So I'm pushing the the limits of of this camera and this lens mm -hmm. and just getting focus is is the challenge because i mean that camera still can get focus in this much darkness not as quickly as it can when there's a bunch of light out but it can still do it right. and so i basically let the the camera grab focus and then took a couple of shots could hardly uh see i mean i could see that there was going to be enough light in the image that i would be able to kind of like manipulate it in Photoshop and bring up the exposure, but I didn't want to shoot the ISO any higher than that. Um, and so, cause I, again, at an F2 with all those parameters, I'm like, yeah, as long as there's enough light and I could see that from uh, chimping the screen, then I went to Lightroom and I brought up the exposure. I added the, you know, that little denoise kind of magic button. And then voila, you get, you get this, which to me is so sharp and good for all of those settings for the 5000 and the and the f2 like her her eye which was all i was focusing on is is really sharp in this photo and uh yeah just just love that you can do that because i wouldn't even attempt this with a different camera no of course not no it does a great job did you shoot a couple like a quick burst or just grab the one uh, I think I shot about six photos because, you know, as she changes her gaze, it really does affect the, the photo. So if she's looking at me versus this one, she's looking more off the side. I find with a dog that looks like a stuffed animal, when you can see a little bit of the white of the eye on the side, it's uh -huh. far, far more pleasing than when it's all black like when it's just like that complete eyes yeah it just eyes. it's just a little bit more scary so i like i yeah. the the just that little bit of white on the edge um makes it more i don't know sort of uh cuddly and cute. real yeah yeah maybe maybe real is the is the point versus yeah. like yeah like the beady just completely dark eye looks different now did you use the the animal autofocus move no, I just, and that really, I think is about noses. And so because I oh. just, I just used the, the little square that you get focused wherever you put the square. Oh. So just the smallest one, which targets the smallest range. And then just put that right on her eye because it was so dark that using the eye focus, the eye focus couldn't find the eye. So I, maybe yeah. if I changed to the pet, I think I default setting is on person as far as the eye focus is concerned but right it just it couldn't find it so i just quickly flipped over to the single square put the square right on her eye and uh and blammo there you go reason i ask now are you looking at this photo in preview i'm looking at this in whatever i sent to you just blown up a bit no but but when you when you when you open it up on your computer are you looking yes. at it in, in the preview? So if you hit uh, Command or Apple I, it brings up the info for the picture. And I did that to look at your EXIF data just to double check and you, you, you knew all the ISO settings and all that. Yeah. But what it does, I've never seen this before, is it puts a little paw print over top of your dog. What? Are you seeing that? No. Okay, but did you hit, did you hit Command I? No, I'm not. I'm like, do I have to? I have to be in Lightroom for that. No, no, no. This is just the preview. The like, the, like I, I when I double click on a JPEG on my computer, just pre. It opens up in preview. Okay, okay, yeah, I did it. Okay, so now Apple I or Command I should give you the information of that photo. 
and on mine over top of your like near your dog's eye it puts a little paw print icon to somehow signify that we're look and doing it shooting it like it's a photo of an animal that's bizarre so i guess it i guess it can flag that is yours doing that yeah now it is yeah yeah i've never I, seen that before I i've never it seen knows. it either i guess yeah it's it's watching us okay so do they know all the websites you've been to? Because I guess so. Yeah, that's never not mind. Be good. Different yeah, show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. I, that was weird. Uh, to, to, I've never seen that before. So there you go. Um, no, what I was going to say is 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 uh, just this reminded me of, of you know of, of the you know shooting burst and all that stuff of the camera we spoke about two weeks ago or whatever the, the new Sony camera. By the way, that the one, the one with the with the the, the uh, global shutter and the whole deal and the big game changing photography, what have you? Yeah, remember yeah, we yeah. talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what the list price is for that camera? Uh, twelve grand. Well, you can get two of them for that price. How about okay. that? Six thousand yeah. dollars. Six bills U.S. for that camera, just for That's the body cheap. only. Obviously, That's cheap. I thought it was twelve. So there you go. Yeah, no, I, I thought it would be less. I thought it'd be somewhere in like the three and a half to four, but uh, no, just, just to give everyone a heads up. Isn't, I did. Isn't the whatever flagship uh, Canon one already that much? Who buys those? I don't know. Speedwell. I guess the R5, I guess the R5, right? The R5 is probably that, I guess. I yeah, it's in that neck of the woods. It's yeah. five, I think it's over five grand. So that's why I just assumed, okay, Still? this is a technological bump. Maybe uh, it's 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 more, yeah. yeah. Maybe I have to recalibrate my expectations, I, I think. Because uh, I'm, I'm just happy with, with the like the two grand I paid for my R6. It is it is everything I needed in a camera and, and more. So, you know. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm There's I'm, that. I, I agree. All right. Uh, so my calm, I, I went, I, th- I thought I was going to, I mean, good for you for, for, for I wasn't going to rat you out on, on messing up the challenge this week, but you went ahead and did it anyway. But yeah. I, I honestly thought, I thought, well, he, he spoke about his new uh, espresso machine and that's going to be like his calm morning ritual. Mm-hmm. So he's going to shoot that. So I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to compare uh, espresso shots and then we didn't. But yeah. here's mine. Yeah, mine would have been way better than this. Yeah, well, yours is br- you, your, your still has that that new espresso smell. It's like the yeah. brand new out of the plastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I didn't even realize. So I shot this in close. This is more my wife's espresso machine. I I, I happen to like uh, French press coffee myself. Um, more volume than 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 quality, really. Uh, but I do like the occasional one of these, and so I made one. And uh, realized, wow, I really should have polished my, my machine up a little for this photo. It's a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, it's withered. Well, it's, 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 it's broken in, is what we yeah. like to say. It's weathered. Sure. It's, it's um, seasoned. Sure. So, yeah. It's well loved. Like yours is gonna... Yeah, yeah. So everything tastes like coffee and not like plastic or whatever yours is, I guess. Right. <laughs> But uh, there's that. So I, I shot a couple of different versions. I shot like a wider one. I tried to get like a nice symmetrical one of the whole machine, but um, that was even more boring than this. And so um, I moved in real close. Tried to get an angle where I could get the coffee in the cup and also coming down, but there's just it just couldn't do it. The, 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 tight, the tight angle just, eh, it didn't work out. I happen to like this mug. I don't really, it's, it's not a, a, an espresso cup, 
which I'm sad to say I don't own a nice espresso set. Okay. So we don't, we don't really either. I just, uh, I use the, you know, like the fancy, uh, thermo kind of like coffee mugs. Oh yeah. So it stays hot no. for like three weeks. Yeah, that's true. But you should just drink it faster. It's espresso. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I drink Americano. So I, I, I basically add the boiling water, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I essentially do the same with this, but um, I do like a good espresso now and then. Again, especially in 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 Italy. Um, so I should have sto- what I should have done, Adam, and this is this is going to hurt you. I should have stolen one when I was in Italy and then just given it to you. Had I known, mm. I would have done that. Yeah. Okay. Next I w- time, I would have trekked it all the way over. It would have got thrown in the garbage in Heathrow, of course, because they have strict security. But yeah, um, I actually didn't fly through Heathrow on the way there. Just Frankfurt and Munich for no reason. So there's that. Anyways, I actually lit this one because I shot this on a gloomy afternoon and wanted it to look like a nice calm morning. And uh, so I took the time to light this. Now I just wish I hadn't bothered. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good, good. No, no, there's nothing wrong with it and very little right with it. So. Well, the mug is is not ideal for this. You want a much lower mug so you can get the stream going in and that nice sort of what do you call it? Crema. What do you what do you call yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's the, what's that, that's what's called crema. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was just on the Italian on the on the Yeah, the the hard part about the about what you've got here and this is why I probably won't take this photo until I get a different uh porta filter is that you kind of for the artistic part of this you need the the bottomless like the naked porta filter. You've got like what I have which has got the two little spouts on the bottom um where uh-huh. the crema comes out but for the photographic kind of uh, nice looking shot, you need to have the bottomless one where it's just basically that, that golden crema coming through just the filter itself. So that's, that's oh. the coffee art part. So yeah, you're, you're just, you don't have the porta filter for it. That doesn't make it taste any different. It's just more visually appealing and that, and I think people say, Oh, you know, it really helps you tell about, you know, whether you've got any issues with your, um, your, your process. So it, like if it channels properly or whatnot, you can kind of diagnose if you're making mistakes with your setup, but really it's gotcha. the, the, the visual appeal is what, uh, is what the, the bottomless portafilter offers. All right. Yeah. Good to know. I see. I, I'm, I'm not an expert in this whatsoever, but, uh, we do, we do appreciate our, our little machine. And now you can get the one that we have, you can get it in Canada. Some of our friends have one. Actually, the friends that you're at, uh, when you're, we met last week at my sort of birthday party, they, they have the exact same model. Although it's like, for some reason, like four times the price in North sure. America for no yeah. reason, for no reason yeah. at all. Yeah. That's, that's so, how we roll here. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. So now do you just to just to belabor the point, do you use actual espresso grind or you just kind of throw in Tim Hortons? No, no, no. Blend? We use we use the uh, espresso roast, which is always generally a darker roast. It's more flavorful. Right. I used to use the the Costco one, which is Kirkland, which basically is Starbucks beans. They just 
basically Starbucks roasts them, Starbucks picks them, and then Kirkland yeah. sells them for cheaper. So I just use their espresso roast, which is good, but I'm going to try some other ones because like anything, you like a variety. You don't drink the exact same wine every time, or at least most people don't. You like to mix it up. So when I finish this bag, I'll probably just, again, buy some snooty espresso blend from a coffee shop and try that just to, just to change things up. Nice. All right. Uh, and that ends the section of the uh, coffee portion. Yeah. This week's Hockey show. and coffee. <laughs> this is like Tim Hortons. A little bit. A little <laughs> bit. Okay. Um, maple donuts. Yeah. Good. They're good. I like them. No. I didn't even go to the Tim Hortons while I was there. Believe that. Hmm. Weird. When's the last time you were at a Tim Hortons? We unfortunately go uh, for the hockey cards, which is almost up. It's like a limited time thing. So they run when hockey starts. I wish I had for my son. Yeah. So, yeah, well, maybe he'll get some in the, uh, in the mail. We, 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 Jack is a big, big year after year collector. So I think they're almost okay. done now in the next week or two. So, um, yeah, if they're not already sold out everywhere, so they, they run for a certain amount of time, but that forces us to Tim Hortons between, you know, the end of September and the middle of November. Apparently we, we, we end up going okay. there after hockey. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Um, Okay, quick topic this week. So, <clears throat> as I mentioned, you know, about a million times, my, my son started to play hockey, and um, I kind of want to get some good photos of him playing hockey. And I find, and I'm sure you have found this, that, that you have the 70 to 200, I have the 70 to 200. Do you remember what you paid for that new way back, probably like 12 years ago? I think I bought it for around 600 bucks or 650 something like that. That that sounds about right. I think it was around I think I think we both bought ours around the same time back when you had to do a little dance like I think I think I bought mine at B&H and had it shipped to Point Roberts and you know cuz at the time they were like 850 in Canada but you can get them for for 600 down in the states or whatever it was. Um and so that's about what I paid. Love the camera. Uh, the lens, I mean, I think that is the that is the most I've ever paid for a lens. Was that lens the f four l no i s right um, I'm thinking about going longer because you like that lens, but is is it enough to get awesome photos at hockey uh Yes, it isn't perfect because the F4 is a bit limiting with how dark arenas are, but with right. the improvements in the ISO you can and the noise canceling software, it's definitely doable. Um, I generally find all the best shots are taken from like the bench. So I would always go in the penalty box. Like I had sort of free range to, to sit with an unobstructed view. Cause I don't like shooting through the glass. So all my best shots definitely are not through the, the glass and mm -hmm. when the play is moving towards your location. So if you're sitting anywhere, even with an unobstructed view and the play is at the far end of a rank, the 70 to 200 isn't good enough. Although a lot of times they're facing away from you anyway. So really you want the player moving towards you. So in right. the course of a game, I might take 200 photos. This is why I don't do it very often, but 10 of those will be good because they're the ones where the action 
comes right at the camera. So, so again, it's like, it's like anything it can be done. I don't know that a longer lens would be the difference in, in that situation. Um, but I just know now from shooting enough hockey when it's even worthwhile taking a photo, I've just come to that point where it's like, yeah, when they get within 20 feet of me, that's when I'm going to shoot off a burst. And I've tried the, the, um, the 85, uh, one eight lens as, as well, just to uh-huh. give you that extra light and same thing. It's just like, okay, yeah, you get great photos when, when they get close to you, but don't bother when they, when they're going, uh, down into the corner, I don't even bother taking that shot. Right. Defense is boring anyway, except yeah, for Quinn Hughes, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my favorite the, photos are always right after a goal. So in hockey, you know, they score and then they come back towards the bends, usually, uh, you know, to high five their teammates on the bench or whatever. But those are always the big smile, the high fives, the after a goal uh-huh. as they come together is always the best photos, not the actual play itself. Okay. So my thinking was, I, I mean, I, we don't even use the full rink yet. I mean, we are this weekend, apparently, but but um, I'm not sure why. But we, they, they do, like, so my son plays what would be novice or whatever, under, not Adam. What point is, very, very uh, young guys, um, and they play, like, like, the half ice kind of thing, four-on-four half ice, like, side to side. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that's what we did and when so, they were they were little. Yeah, yeah. So they they it's not, I don't I don't need to you know reach all the way down the ice and and so but even then I found I was like yeah the pictures are fine but I kind of want to get in I want to get in closer and so I looked at okay what what are some options here and uh, some of them I mean there's some amazing options if you have an extra nineteen thousand dollars kicking around sure uh, I'm not doing that. Um, so I was looking at a couple of different lenses, and I was like, "Should I look at the Canon 100 to 400 zoom?" Now the downside is that what you said, "Hey, the f4 isn't ideal." Well, this is even higher. This is like an f5.6. Yeah. Um, and at 100 is f4, but like whenever I have those variable variable aperture lenses, I always just take the high number, like the eight. Or the six, in this case, the five, six, or whatever it is. I just take that. I, I don't think about shooting at the other end of it. Right. Um, and so that, I mean, obviously the high ISO, and with my son being this age, it's not like you need one two thousandth of a second to stop the action. Uh, you just wait till he falls down and snap it at one sixtieth, you're fine. Right. But uh, I was thinking at 400 mils. I'm going to be, that's going to be rock solid. That's going to be a good focal length to capture all this. You've got me thinking now that maybe not. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would. How much is that lens? Well, there's a couple options. So, so here's the thing. So I looked into it. Now we have, I have the, the, the R6. And so now obviously I'd like to kind of migrate into RF lenses. That would make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I forget what the price is on, on the RF, whatever, I, to, get, to get to 400 mils. Um, I didn't do too much research because as soon as, as soon as I saw the massive sticker price, I said, that's, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not going right. anywhere near that. So I figured, well, the best way to do it is probably to get a used EF lens, the, the 100 to, to 400. Now, there's two versions of that. There's the older one that they made, they made for 141 years, which is good. Got the IS built into it, the, the first version of it. It's probably fine. 
it's going to be good lens. Yeah. But then there's the updated version. There's the version two, which they started making a few years ago. Um, now used, that one looks like it's going to go for about 1200 bucks. The version one's around, I'm going to say 700, it might be 750 here, but around 700 bucks. Now, the rub with that one, that it's not the end of the world, but it's actually the like the barrel zoom where like you pull the barrel in and out instead right. of turning. Yeah. So not my favorite, um, but not the end of the world either. So I don't know if it's worth 700 bucks to get some tight like 400 mil shots instead of 200 mils. Yeah, I would say no, but that's that's just, that's my opinion. Yes, but no, but what you made some good points that it might you might not get your money's worth. I, I'm not I'm not super worried about the cost. It's more so the value of things. Yeah. Um, you know, like if, if if it was an automatic, like oh yeah, the pictures you're gonna get they're they're outstanding. Like even if you do it for one season, you're like, okay, you're gonna get you're gonna get a hundred awesome photos. Well, at seven bucks a photo, you know, prorated, that's 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 still pretty decent, right? Yeah. Um, but in the end, if all your good photos are going to be when they're at you, anyways, like if I'm stationing myself, I, I what I tend to do is I I go in uh, I don't know exactly one time, but this is the plan moving forward, is to kind of go in sort of behind the uh, opposing team's net, but off to the side, so I don't have to shoot through the glass. Um, and so because we go side to side, I can go off to the side and where the bench would be normally and kind of shoot that way. So all the shots I get are of my son and his teammates, ostensibly, coming towards the net so you can see their faces. Right. So in that regard, the shots at the other end just aren't that important. Right. Okay. And you're only going to, like you say, you're going to take away just the same as soccer. You take probably you know, a bunch of photos and you're going to keep 10. <laughs> that That's how many you're yeah. making. Yeah. I kept a bunch this time. I, 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 I completely overshot not knowing, like having, not having had the opportunity to shoot and then see them on the, 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 the computer, it being his first game and all that. And so I did shoot, I shot like a few hundred photos um, and some video and stuff like that and, and still kept the 12 or whatever it was that I kept. Um, but the, one of the, the the moms on the team who runs the team saw me taking pictures and said, "Oh, can you send some?" And it's like, "They're all of my son. I didn't really do the whole team photo. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I will take more. I'll snap a few of the team now." But I was like, it was his, "It's his first game. Like, this is kind of a big deal for me, uh, for him, and for me to be part of it." So, um, okay, I'm gonna stick stick with the. The 70 to 200, what I might do is I keep my eyes peeled because those lenses are actually selling for really cheap now, relatively speaking. Um, I saw the, the camera store near us has a used 70 to 200, which is probably beat up. Um, maybe it was dropped like mine was. But I think it's selling used for about 300 bucks, maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Which they've gone up. Like if you wanted to buy a new one a couple years ago, they were a lot more than the 600 bucks. They're around $900 or something like that or a thousand bucks for the, for the base model. But I did see the, the two eight IS model for 
probably double that. So it's, pr it's probably still 600, six, 700 bucks, but that extra stop and the IS might, uh, might be worth it in the end. I'm not sure. Well, and I think that people who do it professionally, like the, the hockey anyways, I mean, they're shooting through that little hole in the corner of the glass. So their perspective mm. is, is, you know, all relatively close. They're shooting at one end. That's what they're shooting, but they're using the 70 to 200, uh, 2.8 yeah. IS. Like that's, that is the right focal length, like for shooting down at one end where the action is moving towards you. Okay. Yeah. We should have had your buddy Bob Frid on here. Yeah, I should. He's not. I don't. I don't know if he'd even know who I am anymore. But um, right. yeah, th through That's my right. wife and his wife, they're all they're all connected. So um, all yeah, right. well, that that that. I mean, he does the white caps. He does the Canucks. Like I see his stuff all the time on social media. Yeah. Like he is the guy for Vancouver sports photography. And he's he's like the same as us, but really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, they're putting him in the best spot. Like, that's part of yes. paying, paying him for good stuff is he's good sitting in the perfect spot to take more good. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. So, there's that. All right. Uh, so, I'm going to hold hold tight. Might look at... I mean, I also, because I have dropped my 70 to 200 in the past, and it seems to... It, it didn't work so great on the, the Mark III, the 5D Mark III. It seems to work just fine on the R6 for whatever reason. Um, but it was dropped, so if I find a really good deal on a 2.8 IS, I'm, I might I might go for the old lens if it's in good shape, um, assuming it hasn't been dropped on Carly Ray Jepsen's foot. Right. So which is what happened to mine. So, all right, no no 400 mil for me. Well done. What am I going to do with that money now? Gamble it. Yeah, have a party. I'm put it on the put it on the Canucks for the Stanley Cup. Probably That's get right. good odds right now. <laughs> yeah. So, do that. All right, uh, monthly challenge for next month is the dark. Adam one step ahead of us. Yeah, I'm already uh, done. Challenge I'm for next Huh? Yeah, you're done. You're yeah. shut her down. To, to the sa same photo twice in, in one month. That'll be <laughs> smart. Uh, challenge for next week, Adam, is one light. Do whatever you want with one light. Okay. That's it. That should be easy. I'll remind you off the air. Great. Uh, websites. Adam's still uh, uh, sitting that one out. My stuff, you can find it at alanatrich.com, holtzfellerwoodworking.com, although nothing new on there for a while. Uh, but the two of us at twohosers.com, where you can go to find all the links, the photos, everything we just talked about. And that's it. Until next week, get out there and make better photos. Mm -hmm.